Hi everybody, got the Wisconsin Expert Team here, and uh, we got Jeff, Sarah, Fred, and today we just wanted to discuss multifamilies and single-family homes. What's the differences, who's buying what, um, and advantages and disadvantages of each. Um, so Sarah, I heard you first started with a duplex. Yeah, so um, you're right. That is um, what I started with back when I was 23. I bought my first um, duplex so duplex that really is just um, for me it was one apartment upstairs and one apartment downstairs um, I renovated moved into the one upstairs rented out the one below so really for me it was like a great way to have like the lowest living expenses um, now that I've ever had so, how long did you live there Sarah? Um, I lived well that's kind of a funny story um, I lived there I think I've lived there three years, not all consecutively. Okay. So first year I lived there consecutively, um, but then I took a job on, on site at the property, so I moved out off the Okay, in your three years there, did you um, have any problems with tenants? I know that that's a really um, big fear for people who are going to start uh, the duplex route. Um, no, personally I've had really good luck um, with tenants. I think there's also a lot of structure you have to be. I've done all the wrong things with my duplex, if I'm honest. I've rented to friends and family. I've rented for you know less than market value. Um, but my duplex is um, the property that I have the most equity in still. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. Um, because you can get into a duplex or a three or a four family um, with the same percentage down as you can on a single family house. So for somebody who's looking to turn their living um, living space into more of an investment um, versus then like a, a liability expense, I guess. Um, that would be a really good route for somebody to do. Um, you know, I had a buyer recently who just closed on a property where, you know, rent downstairs, 1100, um, trying to get a roommate. And, uh, you know, if, if they do get a roommate, they're living for essentially free. There's zero housing expense there. So definitely a good option for somebody looking to start starting real estate. Yeah, I had a client last year, he bought a duplex, um, and his mortgage ended up being like 1400 And then he rented the bottom out for 1100 mm -hmm. and then he had a roommate for $500. Um, just a single guy. Yeah. He doesn't need that much space. So he's living for free in Milwaukee where rents are crazy high. And they so, just keep going up. Yeah. And they just keep going up. So he's like literally living for free. Yeah. Actually making money. He just puts that money into account for any extra expenses he has, um, and he loves it. It's not for everyone. I feel like right. there's definitely, you know, um, you know, a time where people want that single family. They don't, I know my husband personally, um, I would own 10 duplexes if he were up for it, um, but you know, he likes that separation of having like, you know, just your yard or just right. your house and no one calling you to fix the water heater or, have a toilet so there, I mean there's definitely you know right I think it's not right for everyone but I mean I think it's definitely a way to keep your expenses low absolutely yeah well I think too like people that are younger like us they still have student loans most likely um, got a car payment so if you can reduce your living expense from you know $1,500 for rent to okay now I have a $1,500 mortgage but I also have $1,500 coming in for rent so I've you know, my cash flow situation increases by 1500 for the month. Now I can pay, you know, I can pay off the student loans, I can pay off the car faster, and I'll be in a position where now I go buy a house, I can afford a lot more, and I still get the cash flow from my 
my house at my rental property. What's your personal right. What's your personal plan? We've heard about yours uh, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so um, I'm in the market for a four-family right now. Uh, first property, down payment will be the same as if it was going to be a house. Um, so I figure, you know, I'm, you know, why not? I guess um, in a four-family, when you rent out the three other units, you live in one, you're you're going to be cash flowing. Um, there's no doubt about it. You're definitely going to be making money to live there. Um, on a three-family, you're probably looking to break even. On a duplex, you know, you probably you're spending you're spending some money, but it's not not a huge chunk. And if you get a roommate, um, you're definitely looking for free. Right. What about have you and uh, Jeff talked about this much? What about that whole um, philosophy of buying a duplex to save for your child? Can you, do you remember? Can you speak to that? Yeah, give your bit? give your kids a chance. So, uh, like, let's say you have a you know a three year old at home, and you. Uh, I do. <laughs> How many duplexes today. do I need? <laughs> you have three three kids, right? Yeah. So three, yeah, three duplexes then. Okay, uh, go on. Before sorry. they're yeah, bef yeah, at or before they're three years old. So uh, you buy a duplex on a fifteen year mortgage. So by the time they're eighteen, it's it's paid for. So you could either sell the duplex, take the cash, and it's probably guaranteed to pay for their four years of tuition. Or you just use that cash flow every month now that the property's paid off, and you use that to pay their their uh, their student loans. Okay. Their school Wait expense. Wait a second. So you're saying if so right now I have a three year old. Mm -hmm. If I could get a duplex on a um, fifteen year loan, and then I would rent out both of those. Correct. Like I'm not moving into that duplex. Right. I'm renting it right. out. Strictly an investment. Yeah. Okay, renting it out, operating that business, and then. So 15 years from now, that's paid off, and I then, <clears throat> you're saying, I sell it then, and that's what I use to fund college? You could sell it and do it that way, or you could, um, you know, once it's paid off, your cash flow every month is mm -hmm. gonna be, you know, let's say you have $1,000 mm -hmm. in each unit for rent, so now, you, you know, $2,000 minus you know, a couple expenses. I see, and with whatever mortgage. rent is 15 years from now. Exactly, yeah, that would be more than enough to cover their, okay. you know, their okay. expenses. And they could always live in there, too live in a unit when they move out. Yeah. And yeah. they don't have to pay, you know, crazy high rents. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> What's it called again? Uh, give your kids a chance. Yeah. Like give your it. kids a chance, yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I went the other route when I bought a property. I bought a single family home. Um, and the reason for that is, you know, kind of like your husband, I like my own space. You know, I like my own backyard. I like to leave stuff in the yard. I like to park my cars in my parking spot like I don't yeah. want to give up any parking spots or anything um, and I just like my personal space um, but my big thing when I bought a house was the cost of rent so when I was paying rent it was around 1200 bucks uh, for two bedrooms a bathroom <clears throat> one car garage um, and no parking spots or anything um, and then when I bought my house my mortgage is 900 bucks and you know, wow. three, three bedrooms, garage, two parking spots, you know, basement, a lot of living space, a yard, which you don't get yeah, in nice. any right. apartment, um, and you know, a nice fenced-in yard, and um, so that was really what I was looking for, is just to up my lifestyle. Had you ever entertained a condo? Um, no, never entertained a condo. Just not my lifestyle mainly. Yeah. Um, I like the yard. Um, and having my own space, and I don't want to be share a wall with people. Yeah. Uh, but condos, I mean, the big thing about condos is the upkeep. Like outside, you don't have to worry about anything. Gotcha. So like you're not shoveling snow, 
you're not mowing the grass. You know, for people that work all day, because I know I've come home and I'm like, oh, I got a shovel. You know, it's freezing cold outside. I just worked from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. And I got to do this, um, which if I was in a condo, I wouldn't have to worry about that. Right, right. Um, which is really nice. Um, so, yeah, condos are great for people that just don't have the time to um, do yard work or anything like that or uh, don't want to. Yeah. Or if it has amenities that fit your needs, like a, a gym right downstairs, yeah. a pool, you know, stuff cool. like that too. That's a huge thing. Um, yeah, a lot of them have office that. spaces now too, mm -hmm. which is really cool. Mm -hmm. um, or even if you're downtown, of course you're not gonna buy a house down here, you buy a condo down here. Right. You can walk really anywhere you wanna go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, really cool. Yeah, one other point um, that I think is important to mention is uh, you can buy a duplex and then a year later move out of that and buy a house with a low down payment. Um, if you buy a house first and then want to buy the duplex later, even if you're going to move into it, um, it's going to be a lot harder. Is it just to one buy. year? Yeah, one year. They, yeah, most loan programs want you to live in the property for one year. Wow. So um, definitely talk to a lender um, about that if you need any names. Feel free to reach out to us regarding that. Um, but yeah, it's a lot easier to go from a duplex to a house than it would be from a house to a duplex. So you're saying from a tax advantage? From uh, money perspective, from down payments I, I perspective. See. Yeah, so down payment on a duplex, you know, three and a half percent, right? You move out, move into a house, you know, still under five percent. They get two properties under five percent. You go house first and then duplex. It's well, going to be tougher can, to get. Because you're explaining qualified. that once you have a duplex, you now can mm -hmm. count that income. To that, move yeah. into your next house is what you're right. saying. Right, and yeah, yeah, good point. And then if you're going to go and buy a duplex after, they're going to they're going to look at your mortgage on a house as worse than a mortgage on a duplex. Right. Yeah, it affects your debt to income yeah. ratio. Yeah, right. definitely. Right. I even think about that aspect. Of that it. is good. Is that what you did with your house too? Um, yeah. So we, I had bought my duplex. Um, small story. Sorry. Um, I bought my duplex. I had met my husband after I had closed on my duplex. Um, so he's a plumber, so I had him come and bid all the plum. The, I redid two kitchens and two bathrooms um, in my house, duplex. Um, so I had him come and do the bid, and then actually I went with a different plumber. So the big joke in our house is that if anything happens at our duplex, um, I have to find my plumber <laughs> because he's not that plumber. But yeah, sorry, long story. Um, we bought that, and then when we started dating and our life kind of just brought us out towards Lake Country. Um, when we were then looking for a single family home, our duplex, one, it counted as income into our yearly income, but it also, um, you know, it doesn't hurt us because then we had actually had an asset too. Right. So um, yeah, it definitely didn't hurt. So we didn't roll over one duplex and we didn't take that money out and put it towards our house. We just used it as income to qualify for our house for our 30 year mortgage. So when your duplex is paid off, assuming rents don't go up, what in do you think? In eight years. Yeah, in eight years when it's paid off, yeah. what do you, I mean, what do you anticipate, if you don't mind me asking, what your you know, monthly take home is on that property? What, on my monthly right now? In, in eight years when it's paid off. Um, I mean, you mean like what the when house will be worth? rents are going to rise up. What, yeah, yeah. What the value of my house will be? If, if the rents stay the same. If rents stay the same. What let's just, let's say they go up? up just a little bit. Um, and I rent my house pretty modestly. Um, so let's say let's say eight years from now, I'm bringing in fifteen hundred a month. Yeah. So okay. so maybe 
you know, or maybe I'm bringing in 1,200 after taxes. Mm -hmm. So you figure eight years from now, I have a 10-year-old, uh, a nine-year-old, and an eight-year-old. So that will be pretty nice to have it, um, you know, income coming in that's passive, that we're yeah. not spending very much time working on. So, I mean, I guess that would be your one vote for multifamily, right? Because there's no denying that that yeah. is so much more valuable than you working your day job and trying to make the same amount. Yeah, so $1,500 per month in income on a, on a property you bought for probably, what, less than $10,000 was your initial investment? Um, no, I actually did spend a good amount. Okay, but, um, but, but a duplex, but like, I you bought, could do Yeah, I bought my house in, what, 08? No, that could be, no. Bought mine in 2013 or something mm -hmm. like that. So you figure the market was really good. I bought a house that needed work, did the work, right. at rates at that point, you know, because the trades are only getting more expensive. Right. Yeah. So I think that that kind of covers. But doesn't it? I mean, doesn't it kind of make sense? What whatever you're buying, it is an investment, single family or multifamily. Right. Right. And right. as long as you keep that in mind, so you're maintaining your house, your single family or multi. Mm -hmm. I know you're still team. Yeah. I'm team multi. Team multi. Team multi I'm yeah. kind of the dividing. That's I like single family. Two different so, perspectives. Yeah. yeah. You know, I like. Um, it's more private. Um, it's more of your own space. It's more about the freedom for me too. Mm -hmm. right. You know, an apartment. You want to get a cat. You want to get a dog. Mm -hmm. They don't allow it. You know, if you have a duplex too, you know, you got to think about your tenants. Yeah. You got to set rules for your tenants. You got to mm -hmm. set, make sure they're set. I think so. It's kind of another, you know, possible headache. Yeah. You know, it's not crazy easy, but it's also not crazy hard. I think we're gonna have to decide this one by rock paper scissors. Yeah, I, you you too. I think people hear the horror <laughs> stories, but you know, in reality, with just my clients in general, I haven't I haven't heard too many horror stories with tenants. I think a lot no, of that comes down I to think the screening. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, betting. You gotta bet some. Yeah. Um, well, and you have to know you have to know that that is the reality of it too. Right. Right. How long have your tenants been in? Um, my lower tenant just about a year. Um, and my upper tenant, just a couple months, four okay. months. Yeah, so I, I've had a changeover of tenants, and I have had, uh, you know, times where, yeah, I had someone write me um, two checks out of an account that closed. Oh, really? They're not my tenant anymore, needless to say. Yeah. So what'd you do for that? Did you just, did you miss out on those monthly rents? Yep. Or? Yep. Yeah. That's tough. I said, please get out. And I was just grateful that they left. That was the best thing. In my situation, that was the best thing. Right. It just gave us a chance That's to get it re-rented. Yep. Hope for. Yeah, and I think another important point too, like, because we're really speaking to people that are younger, kind of like us. Um, you know, like hey, Fred no, talked about, I'm like, not as young you're young, you're young. Like Fred talked about, like having the cat, having the dog. Um, my personal, I guess, preference. I'm speaking just for myself. I can't speak to everybody else's like wants and needs, but I think. I'm willing to put that on hold until later so that I can have the asset now, I guess. Um, that's just, but that's just me personally. I'm not. I can have a cat in two years. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then also, well, you gotta think about furnaces today. and extra utilities and stuff like that, you know? Cause mm -hmm. team, you know, you got team two. Team single family over here. Team single team, family. Team yeah, multi. Right. Team I like them both. Plus. I just, um, when I was looking, um, I wanted a single family. It's just like our lifestyle, yeah. mainly, um, is what brought me into a single family. Right. You know, if I was a single guy, 
no pets. Um, I would, I'd probably look into a duplex. Um, and the price range for me too. Cause like when I was approved, I couldn't afford a duplex that way I wanted. I see. So then I went with a single family where I wanted it basically. Gotcha. Um, but I still, I'm strong with the single family. Cause you can always rent those out too when you move. I mean, renting right. isn't yeah. just for true, right. true, absolutely. Um, duplexes. I mean, as long as you make your money back on that, you can easily rent it out. Should but, we talk um, about vacation rentals, or should we save that for another talk, hey? Yeah, we'll Probably. save that. That's a whole <laughs> yeah. other... Yeah. Uh, I don't think we're going to settle this one today, though. Um, I think we... Yeah. Well, I don't think one is objectively better than the other. Right. I think it's it, what it boils down to is your lifestyle, what you want, you know, and how you want to live. Um, and yeah, so the mechanicals, you know, furnace, hot water heaters, you got a duplex, you got two of those or two most of likely, those. Yeah, most likely. Um, and appliances, you know, whether you have appliances glued or not. Right. Um, so each one of those could be a potential headache. Um, so, True. you know, if you're working. Just like at your own house though. <clears throat> right. You can have two thing. appliances go out at your own house and no appliances go out at your duplex. Right. But, you know, you could always do a home warranty. Yeah. I, I mean, when you buy a property, you know that that's just going to come we're up. We're in the nitty-gritty now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know that's just going to come up. I mean, the best thing for a rental property is you get a budget for that stuff. Um, right. So when you calculate your rents and your mortgage, like, you got to factor in, you know, yeah. 5 to 10% of your rent should go to a separate account. 10%. Yeah, 10% speaking from experience, right? Yeah. So when that roof goes, when the furnaces go, it's not a, oh, crap, I got to put right, this on yeah. the credit card. It's, okay, I just got to take this out of my you know, bank account designated for this property. Right. So. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I, th I think that really covers um, really the gist of it. If, if you have any additional questions about, um, you know, purchasing a single family or a multifamily, whether that's to owner occupy or just strictly as an investment, um, you know, the three of us are really just here to help, uh, you know, shoot us a Facebook message, text us, call us. Uh, we're here to help. Thanks.